0: welcome to the first episode of the dinner table stories um if you want to watch the pilot it's on youtube just type in the dinner table stories my name is seven i'm here to talk about anything and everything current events ghosts aliens crazy shit literally whatever you'd like to talk about whatever you know is on your mind this is um Almost like a therapy session, I guess. You know, let it all out. Got hate in your heart, let it out. (laughs) I'm just joking. Kind of. Um, It's open game. You know, no judgment. Everybody's free to speak about whatever. I want to hear about all of it. I might have some episodes where we have a Satanist talking to a Christian. You know what I mean? That type of open game talk. So, first guest, we will just call him Rebel. Rebel. We are talking about marijuana, and we'll keep that as first episode. I mean, it's going to get better, hopefully, as it goes on. Um, this, podca- this podcast was supposed to be started, shit, two years ago, right before COVID. Literally right before COVID hit. And COVID hit, and shit went crazy, and podcasts blew up. Um, everyone's life's got flipped, turned upside down, so... I had to do a little bit of life changes, things got a little bit crazy, but you know what? I'm ready to jump back on this mission that I had started two years ago, so let's get it. Let's um, let's talk about some marijuana with Rebel, episode one. Can you hear me? I think it started recording I might have to edit I'm not really sure how to <laughs> I might not even who cares I was uh, doing a reading right now and it's very very interesting um, anyways
1: <laughs> uh, what was your reading if you don't mind me asking
0: well I would of what my personal spread was and right down the center so Showing me in this moment is Knight of Swords.
1: Mm.
0: Um, The cross was Knight of Pentacles and the subconscious is Knight of Wands. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So so how I'm seeing it is Knight of Swords, he's he's charging, you know, but he's kind of going backwards a little. Knight of Pentacles shows more patience and you know, care for grooming or what's the word I'm looking for making things happen, but not, not like you're not running, you know, you're working at a slow pace. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're patient. I heard patience from that one. And then for the subconscious being Knight of wands, it's like, you're fired up. You want this to to go, you know, you want to go, go, Mm go. And you're stuck. But in the back previous position, um,
1: if you're looking at it
0: like a, um, like a Celtic cross, the past position is Queen of Swords. And Spirit Advice is the world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot going on here. I love it.
1: That's pretty cool. I not even
0: I was using something earlier and I set it down somewhere
1: and
0: I have no idea where it went. It feels pretty proper, though, seeing as how that's how I'm feeling right now. I mean, patience has always been a virtue that I've needed to embody. But at the same time, it's like when I want something, I want it, you know?
1: So what do you I mean, what do you what do you think it's worth? What do you think it's indicating towards that you're working on or do you not want to share that?
0: (laughs) I believe at the moment it's. Working on what I really want in life. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've been given the opportunity to recharge to restart. Yeah. And it's almost like those those universe lessons that are like, do you want to just keep doing the same thing over and over, or do you really want to work for what you want? Yeah. And so that's it's interesting. I I have six of cups at the top position. Nice. And I think that that works for me even better because it's like, it's that caring, that giving, you know, it's kind of taking a step back. A lot of people say the six is like memories or caring old things, but it's for me again, it's like giving yourself patience. Like what do you really want? You know, you're, you're in this childhood mode. Like what, what would make you feel, you know, really excited or accepted you know, yeah. in a gift sense, I see it as like a gift sense in this moment. Plus, I'm trying to get a weed job, and all the cups have fucking plants in them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, dude, you can have it if you want it. You just got to be a little bit, you got to be a little bit patient. You know? Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool, by the way. Oh, oh shit. Oops. That's pretty cool about you. Um,
0: interviewing for that dispensary job i just feel it's one of the only things i could really like be myself in because i do i do believe in the medical qualities of marijuana so it's like yeah it's like i i really sell a product that i believe in you know what i mean it's not like like let's say you go to i don't know sofa king right and then, <laughs> You're like look at this sofa, man. You guys can you could sleep on this, you can sit on this. Like you're 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 basically just playing a role, you know? Yeah. As opposed to I smoked this last week. It was amazing. I was able to do art and still stay awake and feel yeah. motivated and structured. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like the whole sativa hybrid indica thing. It's like they're they're they all have different qualities, but they also affect people differently. I mean, there's so many different medical qualities with it. Like for me, I'm very hyperactive, very hyperactive. So to have something that inspires me and gives me that drive to sit there and create, you know, especially with art. I mean, if you're having a problem sleeping, then obviously you're gonna want some like purple kush type stuff, you know, like being able to really tell people the truth. You know what I mean? it's easier to sell when you actually know what it's doing what it is and when you believe in it
1: yeah so is it like a place that focuses more on like the i don't know the results of the strains or
0: i would just say it's just an open dispensary like they're <clears throat> they're opening up a shop near where i'm at and there's there's one road especially um i don't know if i want to disclose the location but i mean i'm in california (laughs) um where i'm at specifically there's there's one road in one city that's just lined with dispensaries and it's like i think it's the only you know legal area that they're really able to open up businesses yeah so i could easily say there's like about 10 dispensaries on this road and it's a brand new one opening up, so Vegas. <laughs> so I would say, I, I know I would say that there's a lot of competition, definitely. Yeah. But in in the long run, I think it's you know who you feel comfortable going to. I know prices kind of deal a lot with it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have good competitive prices and you have a good selection, I think people would go to them regardless. Because even me as a consumer. I don't have a favorite spot that I go to. You know, I've tried to go to a little bit of everything just just to kind of see what they're like. And I think in that bond or build, you do end up finding somewhere that's, like, comfortable for you. You know, you're like, these people actually care or they have good deals or, you know, I've had good product and didn't have to break the bank. You know what I mean? there's, there's one specifically that i would go to pretty frequently Uh and their prices are amazing but they have the younger bud tenders in there that are just like like they're like too cool for school you know
1: (laughs) i was gonna say i'm the worst customer when it comes to weed and you get that though you get that they're just like I'm just, I'm
0: just here because it's cool.
1: Yeah, it's cool. for real. And that's what ultimately determines where I buy too. Because I'm like, what are the terpenes that are in it? Like, where was it distributed from? What farm did it? Right. Use? Did you white label the package or are you selling me
0: something from an actual fucking company? Right. Right. And see, that's just it. Is there's so much to it. I mean, it's an art, it's mm-hmm. art of growing. You know, if you're a herbalist or a plant type person, I mean, you know that. Temperature matters, lighting matters, it all. Even the fucking music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you know what? What's crazy too is nowadays a lot of people want, you know, top shelf at at low price. And even with, let's say, wax or shatter, those type of products, Mm -hmm. it's making flour a little bit more difficult to get, I, I guess you could say. Yeah. Unless you have those people who literally come in and they're like, I want a $10 gram or, you know, $10 this or that. And it's like, well, you're going to get some outdoor just randomly packaged shit in the bag. yeah. (laughs) No, literally, literally, because I mean, there's, let's say a brand like uh, L.A. Kush. I don't know if you've ever tried L.A. Kush.
1: I haven't tried any of the weed down there besides something
0: that, like- Dude, L.A. Kush is so good. Like, it's so <laughs> good. It's crazy. And that, that's just it. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll pay 20 bucks for this, 20 bucks for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's like, well, there's L.A. Kush. It's like 60 and 8th or whatever it is. And it's like, damn, that's like normal price from like back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. But you look at like top... Shop, like you, top, look at top. you look at the THC. <laughs> and honestly... There was one day that I was like, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself and just get one because you know it, it looks good, it sounds good. Like I'm just gonna kind of cave and do it. Because when you smoke, you know, swag or lower grade stuff, it's like, I don't know you. You still get the high, but it's just kind of like you got to smoke, you know. Yeah. Um, Um,
1: Do you mind take a hit right now? Is 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 this our opening to take a hit?
0: Dude, you know what? I haven't I haven't actually smoked in three months because I'm looking for a job and it I've I've felt like so lost. (laughs) You might have (laughs) hided. But I'm like, dude, you guys, like I need this job. Like I believe in this shit. I need to smoke (laughs) these.
1: Yeah. Did I ever tell you that I used to work in the like in the industry? No. Yeah, I used to be a packaging manager at a Grow. Nice. And so here in, in Washington, like you can't have the grower and the distributor in the same business, Okay. but we owned the greenhouse across the road and then packaged it on the other side of the street. And so like, it was pretty cool. I, I, I got that job um, through a friend and didn't know anything. Like I, I knew a little bit about weed, but I didn't know a lot. Right. And so I got to, like, experience, like, actually growing it, cutting it down, trimming process. it. Yeah. And we used to have, back then, we used to have, um, like, people that would go through, with like, singing bowls and stuff. And they would spend time with the plants with the singing
0: bowl. And it would change how they grew. Pretty interesting. I love it. Animal. Well, I mean, if you think about just botany in general, there are people that talk to their plants. You mm. know? They spend time with their plants. I believe like when, I mean, it's kind of cliche when it talks about marijuana, but like you say, like, you know, green thumb, it's like, it's literally a thing. You know, that's why with the industry, there's so many different compartments to it. There's people that you can hire just to trim there's people that you can hire just a package just people that you can hire just to sell, but the ones that are actually growing it, they're, they're magicians in their own light, you know, it mm-hmm. takes <coughs> uh, a special person. To, I don't know, create certain strains or mix certain strains or even just grow the plant in a certain way. Yeah. Um, because I know especially like, you know, with pricing, you're going to see a huge price difference with something that's indoor as opposed to outdoor where you're using natural elements and you're exposed to the elements as opposed to, um, you know, you're paying for electricity and lighting and yeah. um, nutrients and fertilizer and all that, all that good stuff. You know, and it all comes in with it. <laughs> it's just very there's there's some people that just can they can grow you know that that's their gift it's amazing
1: it's crazy because there's just so much that I experienced in the industry here Mm -hmm. that um, when I left I didn't want to like be like oh these people are doing all this stuff instead it changed how I bought stuff, or right? I asked, like, hey, like, does this have a 50-50 mix in it? Because yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm not smoking mold. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy because, like, they're, like, here, being in it gave me also, like, it let me know what stores not to shop at or what brands not to buy.
0: Right. Right. I mean I, I believe like like you can see that's what's amazing with like these type of talks is the metaphors taking it into different um let's say mediums or um industries like let's say let's say you're buying meat,
1: you mm-hmm. know,
0: same same thing. How were they raised? What are they eating? Were they was it humanely harvested? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, does it have GMOs? Yeah, exactly. Are we, genos? Exactly, exactly. And that's that's a great thing to touch on because, you know, some people just consume. They don't take the time to really see the process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're in like a mass market, like let's say again with like, let's say animals or food, some of them aren't treated properly or fed properly. And it's like, do you know what you're eating? (laughs) You know, like same with, like you said, marijuana consumption it's like it's like are you paying you know top dollar for an actual good product or are you just paying for the name you know what i mean tell you something yeah it's gonna i don't know it's gonna freak some people out so um (laughs) that's that's what we're here for
1: (laughs) so the company i worked for used to get medals at like there's competitions and stuff but yeah used to get medals and and that's how, like, their business started. Well, then, when I got there, they were trying to get back into that, like, getting another medal or whatever. So um, they spent a shit ton of money, not only on genetically altered seeds, but on genetically altering um, chemicals to inject into the plants when they're growing. Okay. And then, so here we have the liquor and cannabis board or LCD is what we call them and like the whole time I worked there I never seen them never like never seen them never had to open the door and like talk to a police officer because that's what they are um, until the very end and it, I just thought it was really interesting because one of the chemicals that we were using was bat guano and so when they came wow. in, they literally came in, um, swapped here, had their guns like raised and everything. And it was just crazy. Cause like they came in with their guns blazing. Like we were fucking growing this shit illegally. And then they took off with our chemicals. And then after that, we were all really sick. And then they announced lockdown for COVID. And everyone in the industry over here in Washington had COVID before we knew what it was.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, they really came in and stole the
0: fucking backwater. <laughs> that's so crazy. That's interesting. Especially especially because of the narrative that was given to it, you know, yeah. that came from eating bats, <laughs> you know? Literally. <laughs> so that's kind of a funny... Um, correlation right
1: for real yeah um that's a true 2019 october 2019 our entire production was sick wow there was the gardener who kept himself quarantined in the garden and like wouldn't let anyone in and i remember like it was crazy i remember being at my desk because i would since i was a manager i had to be there until the end Mm -hmm. uh I had like a big old bottle, like a Costco sized bottle of Dayquil. (laughs) (laughs) People would literally walk by and take shots of it. I believe. (laughs) I'm like, dude, that's what we did for the weed. That's
0: crazy.
1: (laughs) Cut up from work with COVID. Wow. But yeah, I finally left after six months of that. Wow crazy shit
0: yeah it's it, it is good to know where it's coming from what the process is because i mean you yeah. have those people like i said who they they actually care about what they're doing yeah you have the ones that are like well we just want to make a quick profit we just want to flip some shit real quick
1: really, and we'll pour millions into it too
0: oh yeah a pullback too but again it depends on what industry you're in i mean there's people who they'll sell cartel weed you know and not give a fuck about it but when you're when you're getting into the type of industry that's happening now because i brought this up earlier weed was legalized in colorado in 2012
1: Mm
0: -hmm. so that being said we're almost at the 10-year mark and when you hit the 10-year mark that's when it really starts to take off
1: yeah well isn't it isn't it going to be federally like legal uh, it's still,
0: they're still working on it. It's, I
1: thought it would be no, like, so like next year, but whatever. We'll see.
0: Yeah, no, they're still working on it. I mean, let's put it this way it's gotten so big that Amazon is saying they won't test for THC.
1: Literally. <laughs> and that was a huge deal here.
0: That's a huge deal everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you still can't cross certain state lines. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you can go from. Colorado with an eighth, and cross into Kansas, and then get your ass put into jail. You know, so that's like
1: I'm here with Idaho, like
0: yeah. So that, that's
1: they literally that's literally put like, a neon green store at the fucking border.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell is that legal? <laughs> literally, yeah. And you have
1: to have a Washington state ID in order to buy it
0: anyways. I'm like, are they buying fake IDs? What's going on? Yeah, And I mean, I I know for a fact there's people who, damn, they'll they'll even buy big quantities in California, Mm -hmm. drive across the country to New York, and, you know, you get a pound for $1,000, you make it to New York, it's going to make you $4,000.
1: Um, but there's nothing like California weed. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, hear, I hear a lot of the time, though, that a lot of people want Colorado weed, which is interesting.
1: Um, altitude, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's either California or Colorado, but I I do I do believe that the California stuff's a little bit more potent. I don't know, just just my opinion. I mean, we have the Emerald mm-hmm. Triangle. We have, you know. The right weather for it. It just and it's yeah. California is so populated, man. It's always it's always been a part of the culture here, you know.
1: So that's awesome. outdoor from there once, and it traveled a few states, and it was still fucking like gooey on the inside. It was awesome. Oh yeah,
0: it is awesome to kind of break it down. Kind of look into it because there's just I don't know like the whole counterculture, the culture, the uh, like I said, like with the, even with like fighting pharmaceuticals, like I I believe more yeah. in marijuana than pharmaceuticals. Like you can have a prescription for five different pills mm-hmm. when you know you could probably just smoke a couple different types of weed throughout the day, and it it still counter affects the whole yeah. thing you're trying to battle you know and you don't have those side effects like you ever watch or you ever listen to the thing that always gets me is when they're like oh are you depressed try this and then at the very end of the commercial it's like you may experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know headaches diarrhea nausea da, da, da. they just <laughs> go off <on> for days, <laughs> and you're just like dude that doesn't sound cool <laughs> like um. Like the worst thing that's going to happen to you on weed is you're going to fall asleep and you're going to have a really good sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, depending on the... So the store that I go to here, my favorite store, the reason why they're my favorite store is because they have a chalkboard in the back. And I used to like talk to the... I don't remember what their position was, but they were the person that, you know, made the chalkboard. And they listed all of the terpenes and the benefits for different types of diseases and ailments. And it's I think it's there. So they're one of the only stores here that do terpene, like where they um, request it from their labels. Okay. So like I can go online and look up a terpene that I want and then it shows me all the the packages basically that, have that terpene.
0: It's actually pretty awesome because especially for somebody who does believe in the medical qualities, it, it is good to know what it's, what it's helping. Literally. Yeah. Especially, um, I mean, somebody with anxiety or somebody who wants to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you're going to go for more indicas, but you know, it's like, it is good to know if there is a specific, I mean, because I think I've noticed too with, you know, weed is like you're either you're either just wanting to get high and have a good time or you're actually looking for something that is going to kind of help you out and yeah, keep you centered you know because with me it's always kept me grounded it's always kept me imaginative real happy you know smiling and laughing and creative you know as opposed to those people who are like nah we just want to get high you know it's like there's (laughs) I find a big difference,
1: you know, in that. Yeah. That's interesting. Today I saw a post um, talking about light supremacy and light supremacy being the people that are like, oh, love and light all the time, nothing else. Right, right. And they start to cancel things out and saying, oh, well, that's not love and light. And it's gotten to the point where they're basically just abusing plant medicine and then also disregarding actual issues like racism and saying, Oh, well, that's not love and light.
0: Yeah. I mean, because I always I've I've always reached for balance over darker light.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: like the choices. It's like everybody has free will, everybody has a choice, and they both exist at the same time. That's what makes it hard. You know, like mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, one of my good examples is when I whenever I talk about, like, the high priestess. It's like, are you a good witch or a bad witch? It's like, bitch, I'm bold. <laughs> <You know? laughs> literally. Like, literally, yeah. So it's like, when you have these people that do choose sides, that's where you have to bring in that balance. I talk about it a lot with Star Wars. It's like, are you a Jedi or are you a Sith? And it's like, why can't I just be part of the Force? You know, like, yeah. what the hell? Like, why... Why are you forcing people to make decisions?
1: And then these people are literally using not just plants, chemicals to choose a side, which is fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, but but forcing is offsetting the balance, you know. Yeah, and like not understand that you don't understand mm-hmm. their perspective, <laughs>
1: right? Like. Mm-hmm.
0: It's such a funny thing to say, but when you say it kind of slowly, it's like, I don't understand your perspective, and that's
1: okay.
0: (laughs) You know, as opposed to, no, this is what I believe in. You're wrong and you're stupid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has a different point of view at one point in time, or maybe we're all in different experiences, you know, in life.
1: And that's true, like very, very, very true.
0: So it's like, why why is it okay for somebody to tell me that I'm wrong or I'm stupid or I'm this or I'm that when they really don't know what you're experiencing? Again, that's why I love marijuana as a medical um, mm-hmm. help because it's it, it has so many different properties, you know, like, like, again, you could have somebody who doesn't sleep, somebody who has anxiety, somebody who has um, an eating disorder and there's there's a weed for all of those you know
1: Yeah, that's crazy that you say that because um, I've been trying not to smoke and then I remember like oh I have an eating disorder I have to smoke in order to eat or else right. I, I feel like I just don't want to eat and I want to throw up all the time yep. so because I'm over here like
0: I can't be that person that's Constantly using weed to be good. <laughs> right, but yeah, I understand. I understand the notion a little too well, honestly. But um, it's always made me feel just happy, content, and real relaxed, especially. The overthinkers, the overanxious, it kind of like, it slows you down a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it slows you down to where you can process your thoughts so you don't have hundred things going on in your mind at one time it's kind of like well what's important right now you know what's important in this moment what helps me in this moment because I feel like I have a hundred things to do and I just I need to fucking (laughs) quite literally and like you said even with the eating thing it's like it's like fuck dude I could you know starve myself but as soon as they they call them the munchies for a reason right like if you're, if you're anorexic man like shit smoke some weed you're 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 gonna want to go get a you know fat plate of something <laughs> like, <laughs> Or if few <laughs> like, yeah and it's amazing it's amazing especially with pain too like if you deal with like stomach pain or joint pain it helps numb that out which is kind of what ties into the whole bunchy talk too because it does kind of like numb your stomach out to the point where if like you have a bad digestive system Mm. it's gonna make it easier to kind of eat things and not really feel either a guilty about it or two you're not gonna really be sitting there you know feeling that stomach pain because you're just you're in this relaxed state
1: you know yeah I know it was interesting. I was just telling someone earlier, like I go to the doctor and they're always like, "Oh, you're you're healthy." Right? Like,
0: Dude, why right. do I have this stuff going on then? I don't know what it is. See, that's just it. Is I and then you have to kind of really, really open up, you know, to to give people like a really big perspective on what's going on because that's just it. Is when people say like judge a book by its cover or well you don't look sad you know like like like, really? like <laughs> let's look like social media nowadays right it's like it's like you look so happy and it's like yeah well i'm posting all my like nice stuff like i'm not i'm not showing you 24 7 of my life <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if I- I do one post a day and it's like me smiling and people are like, you look so happy. You look so happy. And I'm like, well, 23 hours of the day. I'm fucking like hating. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's so fake. I mean, Elon Musk brought that up. It's like, it's like, did you see this perfect world online? But nobody's perfect. Like everybody, we were, we were talking about balance earlier, right? It's like you have your ups and downs, but a lot of social media only sees like your happy moments.
1: And there are certain platforms that train people into that
0: too. Oh, totally. And especially with like filters and everything, it's like, mm-hmm. look better than you do, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever experienced like, you know, talking to somebody or whatever and, you know, you are you think they're like the greatest thing in the world. You meet them in person and you're like, dude, you look nothing <laughs> like you do online. Like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> I've never noticed that online I mean, I guess I'm different because I'm like. I usually I I
0: usually talk about angles. Like, let's let's look at like a dating website, right? It's like,
1: yeah, like it's like
0: okay, it's all close-ups of the face, and there's certain angles, and then you meet him, and you're just like, whoa, like okay, I did not expect that.
1: I think for me, it's more like angles of the personality because I'm like, if this person turns out to be a fucking douchebag, and I see it and witness it with my own eyes,
0: yeah,
1: I don't even have to have a reason to leave.
0: <laughs> that's true. I, I'm just saying the like the manipulation that's available. Like I said, yeah. like filters is a good a good analogy. Is is just the manipulation where it's like, like for instance, let's just say you have I don't know acne problems, you know. <laughs> And you meet someone in person and you're just like, whoa, like your face doesn't look like that online. It's like, well, I'm on I'm on filters a hundred percent at the time, you know.
1: That's funny because that's how it was back in the MySpace days. We all had Photoshop.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting.
1: Totally. So I just deleted not deleted. Completely, but I just took off TikTok off from my phone Mm -hmm. because I was using it to like just be myself. Yeah. And then I started getting my stuff flagged and like all these crazy things happened. I got to the point where they finally like they sent me a message and was like, "Hey, we're gonna ban your account." That's fucking crazy. Literally, and they said I could only use certain features, which are just to watch other people's accounts.
0: Wow. So I'm. I'm Just really on Instagram. That's about it. I, I, I mean, I've tried to do the TikTok thing, and it's fun. It's funny, but like, it's so quick, man. Like I said, Mm -hmm. like slowing the brain down. Like your brain's on overdrive on TikTok. You know what
1: I mean? And so
0: much going on at once. So for
1: people that have the really, like, you have to be fast. To be on there, like to make a video. <laughs> yeah. I mean
0: there's, there's even been some content creators who are like, dude, I'm going crazy. Like I gotta post a video every day and I gotta think of new ideas every day. And like yeah. you don't have to do anything. Literally. You <laughs> I'm like, why are you putting that pressure on yourself? It's like I've had the app for I don't know, maybe a month and it was fun, and then I was like over it. And yeah. people who literally live their life every day on it and it's like well what are you doing in your real life like who are you really working yeah (laughs) you know i'm I'm working (laughs) social media and i mean even just the internet in general it's it's just it's like living in another realm yeah and we're not necessarily living our reality you it know, you, you, could, you could literally be in your room twenty four seven. Like, let's look at like these, like these girls you're just gonna throw them out there. I don't care if people make it this far. <laughs> like <laughs> these girls, dude. Like their room looks like shit, but they're posting half naked and they have you know a million likes. And it's like, okay, yeah. So, like, what are you doing all day? Like, clean your fucking room, dude. Like, you just gonna post pictures of your ass all day? Like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're living in a different realm. It's like, well, I have all this attention here, but like, what's going mm-hmm. on in your real life? Do you have attention in your real life? Are you hanging out with people? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? It's like, or do you literally just live to wake up and post pictures online? Like what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause I always try to find balance in both. I try to live my personal life and, that's why I say I just stick to Instagram because Facebook is a lot like I used to consider Facebook my uh, my therapist and it's like it's not good because you're basically just giving everyone all your dirt, you know?
1: <laughs> and not to mention that Facebook has had a few court cases for being at fault for people committing suicide based on their algorithm. Right. And instagram was kind of going in the same direction but kind of stopped it but tiktok is now where their algorithm is literally causing people um not only to have like mental illnesses but to commit suicide
0: yeah well i I watched watched a documentary nights ago about uh tiktok hype houses i guess
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where like you know the people that are young and good looking are doing like dance videos every day and you have all these like kids literally kids they're like 10 you know and you're you're, i guess you're supposed to be like 13 and above or something i'm trying to remember the exact quotes or whatever but let's just say like like kids like 10 to 16 are just like obsessing like that's the new like hype you know where it's like, oh, so-and-so posted a video and then there'll be 20 kids outside their house like waiting for an autograph or pictures. Like that's the new celebrities. Literally. You know, so that is, it is pretty fucking interesting to think that that's where it's gone because I'm over here like, I'm just trying to stay on it because it's like, that's, I just need one, dude. I can't, I can't sit back and, you know how am many- I'm it takes in a day to be like, okay, I got to be a a Facebook personnel. I got to be an Instagram personnel,
1: Twitter no. personnel,
0: TikTok <laughs> personnel. Like, what, what do you do? You might as well post pictures of your ass like, Jesus. <laughs> How am I going to keep up with all those? You know, it's like I got to pick one that I resonate with because I can't do them all, especially TikTok. TikTok's fucking crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for real. A whole nother,
0: it's a whole nother world, you
1: know? Yeah, it's it's funny that you bring that up about it being like the hype house and stuff. Right. the, the main reason why like TikTok is so big and there's certain accounts that have a huge following. But then at the same time, it's like, I'm scared.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like my nieces and nephew are on there.
0: Exactly. And no, exactly. And that's that's what I mean. That's where you'll That's where you'll find a lot of the kids, you know, the younger generation. That's what they're on right now. Yeah. Cuz um even in the documentary I watched, there was like let's say a sister who's like 18 and she's talking to her 13-year-old sister and she's like, "Well, why do you why do you, why do you like this and how much do you plan to post every day and what's your goal?" Yeah this and you know just like yeah. asking realistic questions but the kids minds are so intertwined in the social media aspect of it that it's like you hear it at our age and you're just like dude they're they're balls deep in this <laughs> you know
1: it's interesting because uh one of the books I'm reading about financial astrology mentioned that in 2040 it's predicted in astrology that they're going to be working next to robots. And instead yeah. of doing like the labor, they're going to be like tending to the fucking robots and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, b- I believe that because I mean, if you followed Elon Musk, bringing him up again, yeah. if you followed Elon Musk at all, he has his hands in a little bit of everything, but he has in the last two years, warned humanity that ai is is where it's going
1: because he's building it
0: (laughs) right right and see that's where i think it's crazy because he's like humanity's doomed he's like for humanity but you know Mm -hmm. he's like i have something here and i know where it's going this is why i'm also trying to jump onto another planet so i can restart humanity because you guys are going to be run by robots in a few years you know like It's like he sees everything at one time, so he's got his hands in everything. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm making cars, I'm making this, I'm making that, I'm making AI, I'm trying to get us to the moon, I'm shooting up satellites, I'm starting a new cell phone company, like doing a little bit of everything. But he's he's numerous times warned that AI will take over in a few years.
1: (laughs) And he's totally going to benefit off of all of it. Like,
0: let me give you an example. My, my last job, and this is what I've been telling employers that I'm trying to, you know, move on to, is when I started, you know, back in the day, it's like you work your way up, right? You work your ass off, you get promoted. You do that job well, you get promoted, and you just keep working up the ladder. Um, the job that I was gunning for, that I stayed I stayed at my position for seven years to get, you know, all of a sudden was taking out or taken out because there's what's called predictive order system now. Meaning instead of having somebody go in, take inventory, see what we need. So we need to send in or not send in. It's all being done by computers now. Yeah. So they're like, we don't need salesmen, dude. The computers do that. We need you to go in and fill the shelf. That's it. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, what am I working my ass off for? Because I wanted to walk into the store with a suit and, you know, do sales. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, it's it's pretty much over. In the next two years, we're not even going to call you guys salesmen at all. Because mm-hmm. we have all the inventory on the computer. We know what's being sold. We know what's not being sold. We know what to send. We know what not to send. We don't need you to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. There's a good example of that. And shit, I mean, just in the last 10 years, you've seen jobs getting lost because computers can do it for you.
1: (laughs) And companies make way more money.
0: (laughs) Obviously, it's like you went from 100 employees and now you can have 20... And all the other jobs are being done by computer. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, even assembly lines back in, back in the day, literally, I mean, it's, I know people get mad when people say that, but back in the day, you know, you'd have a hundred employees on a line and now you just need one, making sure that the robots are doing their job.
1: (laughs) For real. Whether those robots are actual robots or people
0: right <laughs> it's like for instance like hey is the, is this machine functioning properly yeah you know now we have a hundred machines and we have one person making sure all the machines are working
1: literally yeah you so know maybe I just realizing this now I used to scan medical records documents mm-hmm. and they used to have at the place where I worked they had a big giant building that was like an old cathedral filled with like coders and then um, they contracted me to do the medical record scanning and to train like the people that were doing it. We basically like did the work of that whole building in a small little room and didn't even realize it. Like we were the ones that were fixing things and catching things and then correcting them before they got um, put into archive. Mm-hmm. And they trained us that way. So they paid us, like I don't know, 16 bucks. They paid these coders 45 to $50 an hour. Damn. Yeah. And it was all because we were just making sure the computer was scanning things properly and it would catch the mistakes and it would suggest corrections. We would just hit the button.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Right crazy shit (laughs) it it really is it really is because if you think about it too machines they don't need breaks they don't need to go out and take a lunch they don't need to eat food you know what i mean it's not like it's like oh well we're gonna have to pay you dental and medical and yeah, the robots. We just have to replace a couple screws, like, and it just really. never stops working. The <laughs>
1: smartest too, like the, because we used to use high speed
0: scanners, yeah, which, like fucking huge. Well, dude, that's like that's like those like let's say like almond packagers, right? Like, I've watched videos where they're just shooting almonds, dude, into packages, and if you have a bad one, they just randomly just like an, a little blast of air like shoots out yeah. bad ones <laughs> you know just real quick and it happens like before the blink of an eye to where somebody like I always think of um do you remember I Love Lucy mm-hmm. the episode where they're on the conveyor belt yeah just <laughs> <inspecting> <laughs> chocolate right like literally and instead of doing that now with three employees you know you have fucking ten times the production going on at like Fifty miles an hour, and the computer can just high speed be like, "Nope, that one's wrong." Bam, 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 get it out, get it out, get it out.
1: See, that's what's happening in the weed industry too, though. Like people are building um, machines that you just tank the damn plant and you feed it through the machine, and it trims all the leaves off, and then it separates the fucking stalks from the bud, and then it'll even trim it. That's interesting.
0: Fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? At the same time, though, the good thing about the weed industry, though, with trim and stem and all that type of stuff, is they've found uses for everything. Yeah. You know, so, like, not only can you make, like, hemp rope or hemp in oh. general, <laughs> you can do hash oil and bubble hash. and Yeah. You know, you can make low-grade... Um, shatter with just the trimmings. Some yeah. flower make your shatter with your trimmings.
1: It's like, You had to have smart people to do it, not fucking potheads.
0: Right, right. And that's that's what I was saying. When you know you got the people who are selling it or running it, but then you know at the base of it, you got the person who's waking up, smoking a joint, and actually loving and caring what they yeah. do with their plants literally you know where it's like dude it's like it sucks when it comes to harvest time because i don't know where they're going i don't know what's gonna happen to them but i spent all this time caring Mm -hmm. for them and growing them you know
1: and that's a spiritual aspect in itself to grow something you have no intent to like right right consume
0: yeah that's why that's why i brought up like green thumb or even just a green witch you know it's like That's your gift. Yeah. You know, but but there's a part of you that has to live in today's world, survive in today's world. And so you're like, okay, take my yield, take all this, take all that, take take everything, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I start again from scratch with the seeds and do it all over again. But but nobody sees the care and love that they actually put into it. When you get into corporations and they want the mass grows Mm -hmm you know, they're like, fuck it, we're gonna supply the lights, we don't need to talk to our plants, just give me, you know, a thousand plants, or whatever the fuck yeah. you, know? you know, when, I mean realistically, if somebody who really has <clears throat> that gift can grow 300 plants I mean, that that's easily 300 pounds right there, you know it's just, it's it's really it's really interesting when you break shit down Mm-hmm. you know not a lot of people understand the process which is again I even brought it up in food you know where's your meat coming from who cut it who raised properly what what kind of food were they given you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's like you if, if you really want to know what you're consuming you you would like to know what's going on but american society doesn't give a shit they just want mm-hmm what they want
1: <laughs> I remember like we had to mix in fucking outdoor that had mold on it separate the mold out of it hoping that it didn't get mixed into the weed that we were making yeah. the joints and everyone like I had to talk everyone into it or we all would have lost our jobs because they were like here, mix this in and we're like, what the fuck? It's in a garbage bag first. Second, it's brown. Like this shit is really fucked up. Damn, that that
0: sounds like uh I hate to go there, but whatever, we're gonna do it. <laughs> sounds like um filler on uh mm-hmm. like cocaine, you know? It's like Yeah, literally. Throw <laughs> some baking soda in there, fuck it. <laughs> Throw some sugar in it. No one will know. (laughs) Yeah. What? And it
1: was so bad. Like I just remember feeling like my morals inside crushing and dying.
0: They're like, I just went from thirty pounds to forty pounds because we used some fucking other shit. (laughs) You know, like what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm making more money, but you're like, what? What? yeah no I understand that's that's interesting that's very interesting because you don't want to trash it right you're like fuck it just mix it in just a little bit out of time and it'll give us a bigger yield <laughs> you know
1: and that was all because a uh, pothead that fucked up a whole like half a room of plants and so they bought the cheap shit to make up for the, the
0: loss yeah, that's, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> oh, fucking sad. Uh, but that's how it works, for sure. It's, I mean, like I said, knowing balance, you know, you kind of understand it on both ends, but you're just like, god damn it.
1: <laughs> Literally. Like, all they had to do was not smoke that day on the ship.
0: Yeah. Show. yeah. <laughs> damn. It's interesting. That's it interesting.
1: So speaking about like online shit, have you seen the 60 Minutes Gabby Petito story?
0: Probably. I followed that story pretty pretty regularly. I have uh, I have a lot to say about it actually. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I have a lot to say about that story. Okay. So let's 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 hear where you're going with
1: it. <laughs> oh, I'm just asking because it, it's just showing up all over the place, and
0: just right now, that's interesting. No, yeah. I followed it from day one. I even did a a card ring re- reading on it. That was like a little too crazy. I just stopped asking after that. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to deep dive into what the fuck the actual motive was, or what what actually happened. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe the narrative. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot to it, but also, I, I mean, if you look at like media in general, they try to give people something to watch or something to like care about. Literally. And there's so much more in the world going on to where we're like, dude, why, why do we give a shit right now about these, this couple, you know, and it went on for like two months, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you guys distracting us from? Honestly.
1: Because That's, I'm noticing because it's on 60 minutes Australia now. Okay. So it's just like I don't know. I don't know if you follow Australian stuff.
0: Yeah, I do. They're 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 on fucking permanent lockdown again right now. Yeah been two fucking years, dude, they're 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 ground zeroes. They're the test rate, is what I like to call them, because <laughs> everything that's going on, they they hit, they get it worse yeah. than anybody else. It's just so interesting right now. We're living in some crazy times, man. Yeah. And why the fuck would Australia give a shit about a couple that was traveling? Literally. Florida to Utah. Like, seriously. Literally. Like, seriously. Would we give a shit about some 16-year-old girl from Queensland going to Sydney? Like, would we? No. <laughs> so so what's the narrative? Why are you giving this shit out to everybody? What's, what's the point? Yeah. You know? I mean, I hate to go there, but I feel like it was like a fucking, like, either diversion or, like, a suicide or like not a suicide, a, a sacrifice. Like what, why do we care, dude? Like there's people being kidnapped every fucking day.
1: I also see it as kind of like, I don't know what they, do they call that a psyop? Like they intentionally. Yes. Yeah. Inject- yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: yes, exactly. Psyop. <laughs> it's like, you're trying to divert people's attention to something Try to get them focused on something. trying to get them riled up about something. Mm-hmm. Just like the whole fucking Kyle case, dude. That was a psyop too. Literally. How does anyone give a fucking shit? Honestly, like there's so many other on televised the entire Kyle fucking case, but Jelaine Maxwell is on trial right now and nobody's seeing video of that literally so what's what's your motive what's your point what the fuck are you trying to do you got all these people getting pissed off about black lives when the people that he killed were white i'm sorry (laughs) like um what (laughs) what are you really trying to do you're trying to keep people separated like it pisses me off and it doesn't make any fucking sense honestly
1: so what's interesting is that i i follow a few um indigenous like reporters
0: well yeah i was going i was going to bring that up and none of it none of it is on fucking mainstream media literally <clears throat> you know and over
1: here like there's major things going on when we have You guys
0: are discovering mass graves of children yet everyone gives a shit about Gabby Petito. Yeah. What the fuck is really going on here?
1: We have people that are getting arrested for no fucking reason on their own homeland.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does not make any fucking sense.
1: Yeah, but it's not on the news. Nope. It's nope. on TikTok.
0: <laughs> bet. <laughs> and then
1: it just, it's taken down by TikTok. So there you go.
0: Yeah, it just, it does not, it doesn't. Like I said, I could talk about, that could be another whole other hour. <laughs>
1: <Not>
0: really? <laughs> Talking about all this. And we we can do that. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm here for, to just literally just talk openly. But I don't know. There's some sort of diversion to it. Like I said, like a, hey, look over here real quick. You know, like, like, look, there's some, you know.
1: So I don't know about you, but I'm about to ask my cards what that diversion is.
0: Well, there was a lot going on at the time that that did happen. There was a lot of uh, moves being pushed in politics. A lot of big moves pushed in politics, like for instance, like um, I don't want to really bring up COVID, but you know there was there was big moves in politics happening, and that was being taken to trial, like again, again, everyone's con- everyone's focused on Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Now, right? When Dwayne Maxwell is going to case like three days ago. Mm -hmm. why isn't anyone talking about that yeah you know everyone wants to see this kid who I mean I'm not for or against him but dude he, he took out criminals it's like does anyone really care dude it's like you got this person who's like tied to the biggest world sex trafficking ring and nobody's televising that why not yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you, is that your diversion? You're you're like, oh look at this 17-year-old carrying an AR. Like, wait, wait, wait. What about Jelaine Maxwell? She's she's going on trial like in two days. No, we're all talking about Kyle right now. So fuck you. <laughs> you know, like
1: because I just got the tower reversed. Of course. <laughs> waiting until let's just wait on Jelaine Maxwell right now. <laughs>
0: Of course you did. Of course, Tower would come out right now. That's crazy. Like y'all, y'all can't handle the truth. <laughs> Literally.
1: They're, no, they're like, we have to wait to feed that as entertainment in <laughs> some,
0: 2022. Some some people have to make Netflix specials. Literally, like, we have so we public, can't tell like, we have to
1: make money on these things first before we release it publicly.
0: That's crazy.
1: Literally. Tell us more about the Tower Reversed. Okay. All of it. Three of Wands, upright. Movement. The Universe. Wow. Eight of Cups, reversed four pentacles reversed three pentacles reversed prince of pentacles reversed six of wands reversed and nine of wands upright
0: automatically got like parallel universe type shit <laughs> crazy damn damn they want to keep us fighting, dude. They want to keep us in the lower vibes. Yeah. That is insane.
1: It's interesting too too because they use astrology.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Like the politicians and everything.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Big dates are on, you know, certain dates for reasons and mm-hmm. numbers and addresses and just everything. Yeah. Wow. Is so interesting. I say we do a part two. <laughs> I'm like, we're at an hour. I wanted to try to keep them at about an hour so people didn't get, you know, bored or whatever. But I, I, I wanted to do this, just open talk. You know what I mean? I, I think there's so much to talk about for days. So
1: hopefully, skinwalkers next time.
0: Dude, that was gonna be my drive for today, and we started talking about weed for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I think it's a good, it's a good, you know, episode for this because, again, this is this was meant just for open game, like, it's called yeah. dinner table stories, because we, I, you want to sit at the dinner table and just talk, you know, be open. So, um, if anything, yeah, it's given us some ideas for the next couple ones, which is amazing. Um, totally. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for jumping on. I love it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, we will definitely continue this on the second one. <laughs> we're going to go Skinwalkers, and we're going to talk more about PsyOps. <laughs> <All right. laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get canceled after number two. We'll see. <laughs> I'm taking off. (laughs) Thank you, man. I love it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.